You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Where did you bring your lightsaber? <laughs> you get it. That's how I initiate people. You be toast? Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll do it you again. Wanna, okay. Cheers. Using my knowledge to help struggling small business owners make it in this competitive world. Williams works in an industry where unprofessionalism runs rampant. His biggest problem? Getting out of bed. Gotta get up. I gotta be professional today. I gotta comb my hair. It's gonna be challenging. Oh, because you have to get up? Well, even if you work from home or not, it's just that discipline of getting up and working for someone else. Or if you're staying at home, you're working for yourself in a way, but you gotta get out of your pajamas to feel professional. Yeah, sometimes. I'm gonna stop talking. No, it, don't, don't. That, that's good. This is the okay, good Okay, we can stuff. start recording now. Okay. I'm ready. Now, take two. It was a bit of a rocky start as my nerves kept getting in the way. I went to school online, and it took me a long time, discipline and figure out what it was that the teachers wanted. My last class, quantum research methods in communications. Coding responses in a spreadsheet. Math? I had to retake it like three times. The last time, I just emailed the teacher. It's the last class I need for my degree. Can you just, like, help me out? Give me a C. Still turned everything in, but, like, I'm just not a math person. I'm not good with numbers. That's why I'm in marketing and sales. Well, money's different. <laughs> I always know how much is in my bank account, but that's the only math I know. Yeah, I always know because it's nothing. And my savings and my 401ks. Yeah, I think my parents have that going for them. And at the end of the day, I wanted to see if John planned to keep using my sales method. You have like a certain uh, percentage that you allocate sales? Uh, it depends on the winery. We usually have a minimum that goes towards the property that we're at. So you pay the venue? No, so there's a minimum they're, they're required to. And then out of ticket sales goes against the minimum. There's a minimum of people to attend? So, yeah. Or so. is there a drink minimum? No, it's just tickets. So the restaurant now is going to help us market. They're like, hey, let's meet this minimum. And so if I sell $250 in tickets and they sell $250 in tickets, then they don't owe anything. But if we all just only sell $375, they owe me $125. So I'm always making $500. And that's just an example. Sorry, I'm confused. Math? <laughs> uh, you do this for a living, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll leave you guys to work out the details, I guess. Okay. Uh, you could take it from here. You ever have people who are like, can you book me? And like, they're really nice people, but like. Producing is the toughest part of the game. And what I was talking about earlier, making that residual, making the uh, working less. Yeah. Making more. Being a producer, you don't have to find so many stages. You just got to sell out the show. 
How do you invite people to be on a show? Is it through an online medium? Usually Facebook. Yeah, that's a professional approach. Like, you don't go up to two comics. No, it's usually through Facebook messaging, private, or if I have their text number. You'd make a good model. You're very beautiful. You're doing your first open mic soon, aren't you? My first open... Oh, yeah, I'm hosting... Yeah, yeah, where yeah, at? Yeah. Where's this going to be, be at? at Sinbad's. Plug it, girl, plug it. Sinbad, San Marcos. If you're listening from another country, make sure you fly in for this open mic. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Sinbad, San Marcos on the 25th at 8.30. My mission was to attract more tourists. If you're visiting, there's nothing more exciting than seeing the magic up close. So how do you find these venues and how do you convince them? Uh, I can't tell you those secrets. Come on, man. You got to help me. Facebook. They start texting me saying I've been following you and I'm like, you creep. Yeah, like me. That's what I did. Don't worry, I brought my can of mace. I got, I brought. It's cool. Most people like it. I brought my little spray mace jar. Occasionally, they'll say stop. Why was there all that plastic in the back of your car? I just wanted to ask you that. Plastic? For body wrapping people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Never mind. Dexter fans would get it. I mummify people with uh, plastic wrap. Maybe I'll do Dexter theme. I've never seen it. No, don't worry about it. Okay. I don't want to get into it. You don't want to get into what? Dexter. Your fantasies? You don't want to tell me your secrets. You don't want to talk no, about No, I don't want to tell you my fantasies because I'm in them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like my fantasies. Oh, see, I'm not in mine. I'm like a third party, just like standing there. <laughs> so I always like to begin with some small talk to break the ice and make the other person comfortable. I just want to get raped by a really rich guy. That's like ideal for me. Where's Richard Gere when you need him, right? Pretty woman. That's a pretty woman joke. I don't know if millennials get it. I don't watch TV because I'm too busy editing all the time. This is a movie from 1989. So Okay, so I was almost born. You know who Julia Roberts is? I do. She's my mom. I was going to say, you look like Julia fucking Roberts. I've been told that before. So is that enough small talk to make you comfortable? So tell me more about your business here. I'm trying to create a membership where I can give a producer my whole entire checklist of everything I do from beginning to end to branding to email marketing to what to say and how to approach small business places as clients. You don't call them gigs or I got this place and let it run out. You treat the owners or the management just as they're your family. It takes one business and then that business in their industry is going to go start talking. So what I'm suggesting is a complete rebranding of you as the ghost realtor. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Do you want to open a comedy club? If I were to run a club, it would be a different theme every single night, like business mixer one night and comedy. Next night would be for like nonprofit organizations, like, hey, if you're a member of Rotary Club. Oh, Meetup would be a good platform if you're a chamber of commerce it's chamber night you know and it's always clean comedy during those nights but the weekend we get yep, raw and unedited <laughs> yeah exactly that's where i'm at on the weekend it seemed like i only had one option left to start a film festival of my own have you ever had a time where like a comic hasn't taken it professionally got like super shit faced oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, did yeah. you ever ask them to be on our show again after that uh um, yeah no 
Are they still alive? <laughs> you didn't hurt her or anything, right? No. Okay. Because she know. looks like she's almost dead. I'm very forgiving than some other producers. There's this common rule out there, six months of blacklist. Oh, really? Okay, so I'll just wait to go back to ACC for, I don't know, five more months. <laughs> I've had some comics tell me, F you, Chris, from the stage, meaning fuck you. Uh-huh. No, I know what that means. <laughs> and everybody looked at me like, should we be laughing, Chris? Let me distract them while you figure this out. Did you just turn off the mic, or that's and, probably uh, what I would have No, said. that's okay. I just remember. And I forgive, and I forget. I'm too easy. The worst thing you can do is cancel the day of. So how do I get out of this? If you had COVID and you came up with a... A doctor's note. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not going to like say your blacklist is because of COVID, but just other stuff. A headliner canceling or because they got a better gig. Oh, you want a refund? Yeah. I had anticipated that people might want their money back. So I came up with a plan that would hopefully make them reconsider. But don't you have people that would like gladly fill in for these people? Oh, yeah, of course I do. But they're like, surprise. (laughs) Of course. But here you are marketing for two weeks. And then the week of, they get a way better paid gig. A classic game of cat and mouse. That hurts. You know, I'm just saying there's things that people are going to go through that they're going to say, I quit. But you can't throw in the towel. You have to have a group of people that are ready to go for your backup. It might not have been an Oscar-worthy performance, but our first customer of the day left happy. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank you. Have a nice day. And I'm just putting these comics together on stage after stage to say, okay, they know how to carry a crowd. So that's what I'm looking for. And there's some comics... You listen to their set, it's not that great, but they have that connection with the people in the audience, and that's really cool. It's something that I'm just, like, started figuring out. If you are really present, there's a lot of feedback that you can work with. It just makes it so much more funny. They can relate to it because it's right there. Yeah, the open mics and just regular mics are just so different. I've done hosting at the Grand in El Cajon. I've been up there many times. I I loved it. Like, it was so much fun. It was, like, so my element because I like to build off of other people's sets and like it's short little it's a, it's kind of a lot of work because you're constantly going up but like it, it's so fun i like hosting i have a great coach brian april lisa gilbert's been a big inspiration to me who's your favorite local comic i want to make sure i say it right without insulting anyone and that meant i needed to find a reliable polygraph machine for him to use without insulting the person is there an easier name that you can <laughs> pronounce no 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 i'm just saying not uh trying to show favoritism Everyone has favorites. You're saying you don't have favorites, but then you have a headliner. That's a favorite, is it not? I have a list of 145 names that I've... Of comics? Of comics that I've sorted out between headliner, host, features, openers. I saw that you host for most of your shows. Is that all of them? or? Yeah, it helps me with practice. So those are like my open mics. So like my very first time at a client's place, I'll host. And then the next month, I'll be a regular spot. And then I take a break. And then you become headliner. And then I become a host again. Oh, I'm working on headliner. I don't think I got it yet, but I've made it to 15 minutes once without notes. So That's good. Probably do 10 minutes without notes. But that's just me rambling, and I keep losing myself in my jokes. <laughs> sometimes, like, you hope for, like, something to build off of with the crowd work, and, like, sometimes it's just not there, and you have, you have to go back to, like, your script, which is... I don't know. It's all learning, but I feel like I'm not getting enough uh, stage time at my open mics that I go to, so... Open mics are tough, too, because sometimes it's not a real audience. Yeah, but if you can make that audience laugh. If you can make comics laugh, that's good. The years of just trying to get them to laugh, you know. Someone stick around like, Chris, you're horrible. Chris, keep going. Chris, build on this. Here's a good joke. So I was always trying to get open micers to laugh. And then when I get in front of a real audience. That's why I love ACC. I feel like it's like a cheating because like, they have such a good like 
audience. And I don't know if it's like the venue set up. I love it too. I miss like going. I was going up. Nathan Donovan's one of my favorite hosts of all time. Really? (laughs) I mean, no comment. I'm just bad with rejection, so he doesn't like me. Oh. I'm upset about it, but that's okay. I mean, one day maybe I'll have a dick or something. <laughs> you know what? Forget Nathan Donovan, though, man. Forget him. <laughs> I mean, I probably won't. You know, there's some people that don't like me, and I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah, so. I, I do, though. So Yeah, upsetting. and I try to ask for forgiveness. I'm, I'm sorry. About, I'm, what am I doing? I'm not yeah. going to win anybody over. I can't. Exactly. I can't. It, that's, that's my problem, too, is like, if after I say sorry, I like expect everything to just go away, and then it doesn't. Yeah, I'm just like whatever. It's okay. If you want to hold your petty grudges, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be the funniest person on the planet, and then maybe, maybe. Like,